This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the -the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. Live Highlight returns to Magic City Casino in July 2019. Plus, stay tuned for Preview Weekend, April 6 and 7. But guys, remember to live the highlight. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. How dare you guys? All right, all right, all right, Gus. Why are you yelling? <laughs> I'm not yelling. I was born with this disease. Voice <laughs> modulation is a real problem, Gus. I really wish you would respect my, my problems. Oh, God. Hey, man. Speaking of Will Ferrell, have you heard his new podcast? Uh, the Ron Burgundy one? Yeah. Nope. It's pretty funny. <laughs> It, it is? is pretty funny, yeah, yeah. Is he like in character the whole time? He the, the entire time. You forget that he's not a real person. <laughs> it's 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 really weird. I gotta check it out. Yeah, but anyway, I got more of a Jim Carrey there than Will Ferrell. Really? Really? Yeah, it remind me of back in the day living in color. You know, Jim oh, James Beard Carrey. Oh, Vera Milo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I all love right, Beard all right. Milo. She's awesome. Vera Milo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, guys. Major League Baseball is celebrating its 150th season this season. Noise. And we're celebrating episode 150 today. How about oh that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. How about that? So this is the 150th episode of the Lemon City Live podcast brought to you by Magic City Casino and Magic City High Life. Living the high life. So um, that is, it's, 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 man, 150. I, I. You know, you, you're optimistic when you, uh, when you first start off. You're like, ah, oh, we, we can get to some episodes. I never thought of 150. I thought maybe if we got to the 10, I thought that'd be pretty solid. I thought that would be quite the accomplishment. <laughs> really? 10, bro? I thought so, dude. It's like anything you're doing with your boys and your friends. It's always tough. You know, everybody, uh, like, how do you say it? Like, all right, like you, you started off and you think you can do it but you don't know how much you're gonna do it and and remember when we started off and it was three of us the first time around that's three different people that you're all hoping are on the same page you know what i mean but uh that's true so i like i'm very proud of this accomplishment i was very proud of episode 100 which that's by right. the way where's achilles Milestone. he was oh no that's right he's out this week achilles yes. is um he's doing the uh he injured his achilles yes he injured his achilles so, but no, this is episode 150, and we're here joined. We're at live in Lincoln's Beard Brewery. Big thank you to Lincoln's Beard. And we're here joined by a couple of our friends, friends of the program and co-hosts of other programs. So joining us for the first time here, though, let's give it up to the one, the only, Wally's World, the sexy Wally. <laughs> hello, hello. There you go. Nice to be here. Uh, I really, really enjoy this venue. I mean... Give it up to you guys to, you know, just host a talk show at a brewery where we can all just get messed up, right, talk bro. about sports. <laughs> That's right. You know, what else is there to do on the weekend? Yeah, man. This is what's up. Like, yeah. I could dig this, like, every weekend, but for sure, we got to, like, you know, like, like drinking, we got to do it in moderation, you know? Well, sometimes uh, we got to go to games. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's the other one. But, um, but anyway, Wally, is, uh, he's been, he's got, what, two columns out already? Two, two uh, articles with Lemon City Live on LemonCityLive.com now? 
Yeah, it's been quite a journey this past few weeks, you know, mm -hmm. just hitting the head, you know, joining you guys and just getting finding inspiration to write is, is just what, why, you know, I decided to, you know, join with you guys and just see where it goes, you know? Absolutely, so dude. Tell them, tell them about your world right quick. Like, what have you talked about? What, what can the fans look forward to Yeah, what reading? kind of stuff will we find in Wally's I, world? Just man, it, it, it all depends on the sports world, you know. I, I have... What I could say is just my own eyes, my own ears, my own thoughts on what's going on in sports and what I find interesting. Um, you know, I, I've written about, you know, choking or, or just having bloopers in sports, which I find it to be interesting, you know, rather than the actual results of the games and, and, yeah. and you know, competition. Tell know. me more about this choking. Like, do you wait for her to ask you to do it or like... <laughs> You just do it. <laughs> you know, you, you got to get the feel. You can't, you can't just ask for you it. You can't just go balls in, no, balls man. deep, right? No, can't. Hey, who was the guy? Was it the Kung Fu guy who, like, fucking choked himself to death? Oh, yeah, David oh, Carradine or what was David his name? David Carradine, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. There's been a few, I think. Yeah, he, he uh, tied a rope around his neck and started jerking off, and it didn't go very well. Oh. Autoerotic asphyxiation. That's yep. the one. That's, That's the, the one. one. Who else has been knocked out with that? There's somebody else. There's lots of people Did that the are NXS, that. the lead singer of NXS, do that? Really? No? I don't know. I think so. There was somebody recently. Oh, by the way, <laughs> sorry, there's the co-host of <laughs> We Ain't Found Sith and uh, the one and only yeah. Evan, the Tower of Power, whatever. How's your... The your man of the hour, the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. As he holds his little little beer in a goblet. It's, a, it's a sour. It's, it's a, a sour. nice little uh, pomegranate sour. <laughs> I, I choose to that introduction. That that was real nice. <laughs> I that's wish I would have prepared something like that. Yeah, that's how we do things over at We Ain't Found Sith. Yeah, man. That's check right. them out. We Ain't Found Sith. You can check them out on Facebook and the Facebook group. Uh, you can find that, LemonCityLive.com as well. But, um, but yeah, uh, I feel like the NXS guy, you remember, I need you tonight. Yeah, dun, that, dun, that's so long ago. I don't dun, remember, though. Dun, 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 but there was somebody recently. So, somebody died recently. There was recently. somebody recently. Did I don't Rob, know Robin is, Williams? Though. No, 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 that was depression. Okay. That was just straight up, you know. Overdose on something. Yeah. Somebody somebody did it. Yeah. Let's just throw a name out there and, you know, we don't fact check here. Recklessly? So. Yeah, recklessly. <laughs> um, uh, but my lawyer, Billiam Swell Esquire, says, no, don't do that. Don't do that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to where we're at. And I see uh, the one and only <laughs> Louis walking around here, too. What's up, Louis? Hello. I, mean, I, thought, I thought you were going to say that your lawyer is the one that audio fixated himself. <laughs> I would have put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're uh, so back to episode 150 here. Gus, you remember when we did episode 100? Yeah. That was a pretty big deal. And now we're 50 episodes past that. Yep. You know? I want to thank those guys that, that were there uh, with us there. That was Ferb and, Ferb and, and Achilles. Uh, and Achilles. And that was a big deal. This is another big deal. I'm looking forward to the 200 episode. That's another. Yeah. Should we celebrate 200 or 175? 200. 200? Yeah. All right. We'll do that. <laughs> but anyway, on today's show, it is bracket time. It's NCAA tournament time. It's, it's been a really different tournament since the, in, in recent memory. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll also talk a little Marlins baseball. And, uh, and we'll talk a little uh, Panthers hockey, man. A little disappointment. Another disappointing season. Another yeah. Miami Dolphins mediocrity, you know. Comparisons are very accurate there. But since I got Eben over here, I actually, uh, on, on the uh, most recent episode of the We Ain't Found Sith, they were talking about bad bitches. They were talking about <laughs> the, what is it? Bad girls. Female villains. Female, Female villains. villains. Bad girls need love, too. Bad girls need love, too. So they were talking about 
fine. And I, I happened to be on the show, but I wasn't on the show. I didn't have a microphone. I was just hanging out with the guys. So I didn't prepare my top five, but I did come up with one since, uh, since then. And I was like, you know what? All right, let's hear oh, it. I, I, of course, I, wanted to, I want to see what you guys think because I, my top five is a little different. It's also, uh, you know, sports, sports, uh, sports oriented, all right? Oh, okay. okay. So mine is, right. my, my, my villains are the female villains of the sports world here, okay? All right, let's hear it. All right, Evan, you, uh, you tell me how good this list is. Number yeah. one, or actually number five, all right? This one was hard, but I thought China from WWE, I thought she was a bad bitch, you know what I mean? Like she China, was, yeah, she was a bad girl. When, when she was bad, dude, she was dominating everybody. And this is the time before, when the women's wrestlers were not as good as they are now, you know what I'm saying? So she was easily like, uh, like, a, like an evil boss. In a, in a video game compared to everybody oh. else that was wrestling in her category there. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. When she was a heel, she was a She was a great heel. Yeah, she was a great heel. But she was also menacing because, you know, she was like, yo, she <laughs> she could drop the guys. You know what I'm saying? And at that time, yeah. who, were the, who were the women wrestlers? Who were the, it was the divas back then. They weren't even. Yeah. It was wasn't no even like uh, real big on, on actual wrestling skills, mostly looks. I don't even think that they had matches for the females back then when China came out. Well, China didn't even wrestle other women. She wrestled yeah. men. Yeah, yeah, she wrestled the guys. <laughs> All right. So I take that as a as, that was a good choice. Yeah, for real. All right. So China. All right. Number four. Any chick on American Gladiators, the original run, like those oh. girls dominated, right? Like they were just evil villains to everybody. Siren. Si- she was the deaf one, right? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's was the. Oh, I was trying to think of any one of their names. Oh, Ice Zap. Ice Ice. Man, Zap was the one that was a real bad one, dude. Like I remember watching as a kid. I was like, hey, man, let her win, you know? They were just so. Well, that, like, that was the, the the gladiators in general were yeah. just. Great, because you were like rooting for the contestants. Yeah, of yeah. course. I, so, love, yeah. I love original American Gladiators, dude. I could watch that on oh, reruns yeah, all day, man. For sure. Like, well, okay. the, the reboot did give us Gina Carano. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's true. Hey, I yeah. had a crush like on her. Crush. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you though, if you can go back to the original um, American Gladiators and do one event, not the Eliminator, okay? Not the Eliminator, because the Eliminator is kind of easy. You know, I feel like that's like, yeah. But if there was one event that you can go back and do, which one would you do? Wally, give it to me. Well, I don't know the name of it, but it's got to be the tennis ball one, where they're shooting the tennis yes! ball at you. Yeah. Assault. Oh, All right. That was my favorite. That was a it, good one. Is That's that the one that had, like, the Nerf bow and arrow and you yeah. tried to shoot yep. the target? Yeah. Yes. At that, the same time, you, you're getting shooting good. at, you got to, like, yeah. knock down the, the target. Hell yeah, dude. That and one then, was really good. The, and then at the end, you had, like, the two little tennis balls. You just had to throw them. And if you just got through without getting hit, those things would come out, like, at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You know who was the meanest gladiator, though? Nitro. He was always on the guns. Oh, on Nitro. The, the Nitro, guy. yeah. For the guys, yeah, I hated that guy. Hey, you guys got great memories. Bro, yeah, remember nice. these names. <laughs> I feel like I could have done well on Joust. Ooh, oh, Joust, Joust. Was good. Like, Joust I, was good. I got a wide base on me. You know, I could, yeah. you know, right. I could have, like, planted right. my feet real well. And, yeah, dig you know, your heels in. Yeah, you know, and those things, like... Honestly, like those giant Q-tips didn't look like they hurt that much. <laughs> it was more like the fall was what was gonna hurt me more. Yeah, how fluffy were those things? You, we gotta look back and check it <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Gus, what about well, you? For me, you know, I like the rings. The, oh, the the monkey one. Yeah. Where you had to like go to the other side and. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Gus, that looks like that would be your thing. That'll be my thing. They won't yeah. catch me. Those big ass <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm way too heavy for that. I didn't. I, didn't <laughs> have the, I don't have the upper body hey, strength. You, you gotta play your strengths, man. I like. 
I like the picture Evan like in the movie. Um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, old school, <laughs> where he's just like like Vince yeah. Vaughn on the rings with a cigarette, just like yeah, I got this. <laughs> you can do it. I don't even smoke, but I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> What's um. Uh, an honorable mention to some of the other good events, Powerball. Wait, that what was, was yours, dope. though? Asphalt. Yeah, Assault. Sorry, not Asphalt. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Assault, yeah. My close second was Command and Conquer. Where Which was that one? Command and Conquer was where you start off, like, at the 20-yard line, and you have to juke the guy to score a touchdown. Oh, yeah. And then you have to wrestle the guy in, like, the wrestling pit. You just got to get him out. I yeah. always felt like, I can do that, man. You know? Fuck you. Okay. Like, well, I, I would have failed at the wrestling part. Yeah. I didn't even know it was called that. When somebody <laughs> says to me, Command and Conquer, I think about mining Tiberium and creating tanks to go take out the enemy. All right. <laughs> Evan, you're on the wrong show. Okay? <laughs> wrong show. Wrong show. Hey, Save that for I, your next one. Am I confusing that with the cylinder one where you're playing against the other guy? And that's Powerball. That's Powerball? Yeah, where you just have to dunk it, put oh, it in, okay. and if you get it in the center oh, one, yeah. that one you get like fun. five points. That's my second choice. I think, right. I, I, think yeah. I would have done well in that one, too. Hell, yeah. That shit is super tight. All right. Hey, thank you, Chris Hahn, for joining us here today. Our boy, Chris Hahn. And uh, all right. So, going back to my list here. to the all show. Right. <laughs> Number three here. Number three. Hated uh, sports woman, and I figured all the all the female runners in uh, the running world hated her. Caitlyn Jenner. I thought that was kind of like a dick move, right? Like when he when Caitlyn Jenner. No. What do you do? Or what does she do? <laughs> what does she do? When he became she, like everybody's like, yo, come on, you know, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I thought all the runners are like, yeah, that's kind of cheating, you know? Like, what, what Wait, about but did she did she but, compete? But as he a didn't woman? do that during I competition. I know, but still, yeah. like, she's taking away the glory. No. All right, whatever. No, this is my man. list. Screw you guys. <laughs> okay. All right, my next two are solid. All right? I mean, my next two look, are solid. Say, people are going to – I'm going to get shit on Twitter, but in my book, Caitlyn Jenner did not exist prior to a few years ago when the yeah. transition. Uh -huh. So the record books still all show Bruce Jenner as the winner of all those, those, those events. All right, all right. Well, anyway, my next two are solid, okay? And starting off with this one here, um, how about this? I think she was very close to being number one. But come on, Tanya Harding, bro. Oh, That's as villainous yeah. as it gets, oh. yo. Why? <laughs> That's Why all I remember. Yeah. Yep. Yo, Tanya Harding hires a fucking goon to whack this Nancy Kerrigan's leg and take her out. Allegedly. So she can go to, no, it was convinced and it was proven that she did it. And it was, yeah. it was so white trash. Like she was super trailer <laughs> trash. Yeah. And considering that you, you don't associate figure skating with like trailer trash or that kind of, you know, like. That, that it would come from that. Like, it was just very weird. Like, I, I saw, like, a whole... Because um, they made that movie, that I, Tanya. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. I, I haven't didn't seen see it. it. I didn't see Margot it. Margot Robbie plays Tanya. Margot Robbie is nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but no, I saw, like, the documentaries about the whole thing and how, you know, it was all planned out and her husband. and Oh, my God, dude. That Tanya Harding. Oof. She did a porno afterwards, too. Did she? Yeah, dude. She was... Tell you, man. You the know, ultimate can, villain. Yeah, hey. dude. You can take the girl out the trailer, but you get to take the trailer out the girl. Is it called Zambonomy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So now, my number one. Tanya takes a du double axle. <laughs> all right, my number one. I'm just going to give you the name. If you know by the name, you might not recognize her by name, but you will recognize her why she's number one on my list. Elizabeth Lambert. Do you know who that is? Elizabeth Lambert. Yeah. Hmm. I had to look it up the name. Because instantly when I thought of this, I'm like, yo, she's the most bad chick there is. She's the most villainous woman there is in sports. No? No? no. Around? How about no. that college soccer player who beat the shit out of the other girls oh, in the game? Oh, yes. Yanked her by the hair, knocked her oh. down, kicked her, did all that shit? Yep. Yo, yep. she <laughs> doesn't get any more 
bully than that right there, yo. Yeah. She took Tanya Harding and, st- and said, nah, that ain't enough. I'm going to fucking yeah. yank your hair, like, give you some elbow shots. I'm not going to hire anybody. No. I'm going to do this shit myself. <laughs> she did the grunt work, dude. And if you haven't seen it, man, you got to look it up on YouTube. Just type in Elizabeth Lambert. It's fucking phenomenal. It's one of the best viral videos you'll see. So- see, I, my top female villain in sports is Donna Shalala. Donna Shalala, really? Yeah, because she took the U right when it was at the peak of its comeback and was like, fuck this, we're an academic institution and fuck sports, and the U is still struggling to get back to where they were. All right. What, All right. What, Amen to that. All right, Wally. I mean, Wally's I think, a big Kings fan, so. I think if she's not bad, but that, she also did a lot of good. We so. want to be the Harvard of the South. Mm-hmm. No, that's not her. Yeah, well, that wasn't no, her. No, no, that was that was before. That was in the '80s. The the first, like one of the early athletic directors. So Donna Shelley is the one that got the check from Nevin Shapiro for all that money, and didn't question where it was from. It's like, oh, we got a donation. Let's just spend it. You know, no, at the, that bowling event. The Shalala tendership no. lasted a long time. I mean, yeah. they, they they buried that football program into the ground. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's up there. All Very right. good honorable mention there. But anyway, that's my top five, Gus. How'd I do? I like it. I like it. Honorable mention for me. Uh-huh. Anybody that causes a fight in the locker room. Any woman that comes between two teammates. Miko Grimes? Miko Grimes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? She did that? No, Miko meant to. She, she was she, calling she, out the entire Dolphins team, defense that like, her talk- husband was the okay. only one that was worth anything. That's shape. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sleeping with your husband's teammate. Oh, but, I mean, that, that happens. happens in the male locker Are we room, We're talking too. about LeBron James and his mom. <laughs> the Cleveland well, Cavaliers. I think there was that rumor out there. Oh, yeah, well, I was, was gonna uh, say, what about sleeping with your son's team? Was that, was that uh, Delonte West? Delonte West. Delonte yeah. West. Yeah, dude, he had that guy exiled, and and yeah. his, his, yep. no, nothing ever came out of that. Hey, again. bro, moms Ceased are off limits. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I mean, you could. You, you, uh, honorable mention is good, but that 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 dirty shit happens with the men's locker room too. I, I listened to. Um, oh, who was it? Uh, Tracy McGrady was on a on a radio show one time and I was listening to him. he was talking about a story of one of his teammates back all, I think all he said was when he was on the Rockets who was on on the road in the you know in the hotel and had a woman there and his wife showed up or his girl showed up he didn't name who it was but the wife showed up or somebody showed up and um, he was panicking and he bailed out the balcony of a third floor and he fucking ended up hurting himself and got in trouble. Also, he wouldn't get caught with the other woman on the surprise. So. Damn. <laughs> That's pretty fucking shady. But, hey, bro, yeah, it happens. But anyway. I, I, I like to contribute to this top five. I got, okay, I got give a me, top give me, give five. Me. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, in no particular order. And I'll go through my list real quick. Uh, Abby Wambach, uh, U.S. soccer national team. Uh-huh. Uh, she was girl. just a menace uh, yep. out there in okay, the international yeah. field. But we rooted for her. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not all the other countries, they root for her. And there was <laughs> That's some, true. You know, That's true. Issues. Outside of here, she might not be. I thought about yeah. that. I was trying to find a villain on the USA soccer team. Hope Solo. Yeah. Well, she, Hope she Solo, actually yeah. beat people up. Allegedly. <laughs> her own brother, right? It her was own her brother, brother and uh, or a brother-in-law or something like and that. And her sister, I think. I think it was her nephew. Oh, I nephew. think it was her nephew. Hers, like a relative. Like it was like her yeah. sister relative. and her nephew. She beat me up. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get that joke. Yeah, dude. That, that was a physical. That was a, not a physical beating. It was a mental beating when her pictures came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't unsee that. Yeah, that wasn't nice. The ESPN <laughs> uh, body issue. Is that what you're talking about? No. no. <laughs> oh, okay. We were talking about the, the fappening. 
Oh, okay. Move on. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving That's along. all right. Gus knows what we're list. talking about. I know what you next, next on my list, Serena Williams. Okay. I mean, Serena let's Williams. talk about the racial issues in this country and how they wanted to suppress this young woman coming out and beating down all her competitors in the tennis and uh, women's tennis. I mean, it was incredible the backlash she received, uh, the uh, steroids allegations. Yep. Yeah, she was a villain. What's crazy is how she is obviously the most dominating uh, female athlete in the world, mm -hmm. but Maria Sharapova still has more endorsements than her. Yep. Does no. she? Yeah. Really? That's still at a certain point. At a certain point, yeah, not anymore. Before. After I think after Serena now is just after on the PEDs level. for Maria Sharapova that kind of died down. But yeah. before that, Maria Sharapova endorsement wise was yeah. was at the top. I think at one point Williams did uh, you know did uh, say something and and yeah. was out outlandish and 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 then talk back to the media and mm -hmm. and she questioned all those uh, intentions of her endorsements or yeah. lack of. Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. When you could have easily had had a career as a model and not a tennis super, uh, player, I mean, endorsements are just kind of going to pour in. Oh yeah, but let's let's not limit women to what can and they cannot do because this woman, she defining all odds and and all of media pressure and and, and the culture in this country. I'll just succeed. I'll, I'll say it straight up, dude. She's not the greatest female athlete. She's fucking legit one of the top five greatest athletes, period. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. I, she's just dominating everything. Yeah. I finally got a chance to see her in person the other day at the Miami Open, um, the ribbon cutting ceremony that we got to cover. And, oh, man. She's, it was just, it was really like, like, it was one of those moments, her, Djokovic, and Federer all standing next to each other right there. And I was just like, damn, yo. Like, you know what? She, those are some legit bosses right she there. She could have been an American gladiator. Hell yeah. For sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. She could have done whatever she, she wanted. She would have fucked you up with those tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> How but great it, is that venue, like, by the way? She didn't even need the gun. She could. They just like, give her a racket and yeah. like fire <laughs> away. Serve these motherfuckers. <laughs> How, How that, great now is the Miami Open, though? Oh, man. I mean, is, is it 10 times better than uh, Biscayne? I don't know if it's 10 times better. It is better. I don't know if it's 10 times better. But still, it's not. In the, the location matters. You know what I mean? I think taking it out of Biscayne kind of sucks still. But damn, what they did at, at the Hard Rock Stadium is amazing. It's no, beautiful. it's legit. I got a, I got a first-hand look. I got to tour the facilities and everything, and it's beautiful. The only thing I wonder is if it hadn't have happened, could you imagine Ultra and the, and the and the Miami opening? Oh, open. Wow, I'm struggling. Oh, no. Let me try it again. Where's that rewind button? <laughs> so Ultra and the Miami open happening at the same time, that would be nuts. You saw what? Did you see what happened yesterday at Ultra? Did you I guys know there was a fire. No. Well, there was a fire. Yeah. No, but like something like 80,000. Well, maybe the number is probably skewed. I probably read an exaggerated number. But a ton of people were stuck and had to walk from Ultra all, all the way down and across the Rickenbacker to get out. I think it was because of that fire. They no no it wasn't the fire. They just didn't they didn't supply enough uh, shuttles and everything. There was some big logistical issue where they didn't have enough uh, transit to get people off of the island. So they had to make the trek in the middle like at two in the morning. Hey, sorry guys, go walk five miles to land and uh, we'll see you there. So it, hopefully they'll figure it out for tonight. But if not, get ready, bro, because they won't even let Uber in there. That's just whoever's. Uh Whoever they put in charge of that obviously doesn't want Ultra to be here, so they're purposely fucking shit up. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, the city is doing everything they can to kick Ultra out of Miami. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just imagine if, if, if both were happening. But anyway, uh, your, your list, though. What, what was next after oh, Serena? I, I was just going to add one more thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what about the water taxis? I mean, this is what an opportunity for the water transportation system to take off. Yeah. 
for right sure. Here. I'm sure they Seriously. had some of it, but still, it's just so many people go to fucking Ultra, and not me. But right. <laughs> I ahead. went. I went once. Yeah, I went yeah. to like the first one or the second one when it used to be on Ocean Drive. Oh shit! Like back when, and I just happened to be going to the beach, and I was like, oh, let me check it out, and it was happening. That's old school. It was, yeah, Who it played? Was Who do you remember that played at Ultra <laughs> no, dude, back then? You have to remember one person. Uh, it was the 90s. That's your era. I know, but it, I'm t- man, I don't like I remember some of the DJs of that time, but I don't know if they were playing there. Like I, I really uh-huh. stumbled across it. Um, Cindy, the intern, though, she told me that she went to one and I didn't believe it. One of the early ones, too. And the killers performed there. Really? The yeah, killers. I didn't believe it. I had to look it up and verified he actually did perform there. Wow. There's the uh, the one and only <laughs> Pedro Lopes just showed up here. Man, looking fabulous with that hair. He looks like a skinny. Uh, what's his name? Mandible Claw guy. What's his name? Mankind. Mankind. He looks like a skinny mankind. <laughs> or, or dude love. <laughs> I can see a little bit of it there. I like it's, when he raises his arms up and a little belly shows underneath the shirt because he always oh, wears those short like shirts. Yeah. You should tell him to carry around a tube sock. <laughs> what up, homie? <laughs> All, All right, right, so go so on, go on. The rest of my list, uh, I mean, I also have Tanya Harding, How Can You Not? Yep. But Aaron Andrews, let's talk about a, a female reporter, sideline reporter, that wasn't really accepted at all times there just because of her looks. Uh, you know, th- th- we had a lot of college students make fun of her and, but and, and you try would, to you show her You would classify her, her as a villain? Yes, I, I classify her as a villain, but, you I, know, more like a protagonist. Would, you know what, a villain you rooted for. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a villain that you what, root for? Wh- yes. Why would she be a villain? Like, she's a victim. She was victimized by countless people. Yeah, they even, but a like, villain? recorded her, like, changing her. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put her as a villain. Some peeping Tom made a video, like, where he recorded a secret camera of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, while she was changing and stuff. Oh, yeah. what, what happened to her? I may or may nice. not have seen that video. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dirtbags. Uh, I legit haven't seen it. All right, well, uh, out of all of us, I'm the one that hasn't seen it. That's pretty bad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? In my, in my defense, I just made this list in, like, yeah. less than two minutes. Hey, don't worry. No one cool, like my cool. Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. so it's okay. <laughs> and last, but, last but not least, uh, Christine Chastain. Uh, women's national team took off her top. Yeah, sports bra. Swung in the yeah. ball. Let's talk about a great moment in sports history. That's, and that was then awesome. she got criticized for just taking she her shirt off. She did get criticized for that. Oh That's my right. God. I don't know why. Yeah. She got criticized here. again, but okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Criticism's there, but I don't think it's a villain, though. No, that was more of a generational thing. Outspoken. I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I only think the people that were criticizing that were like 50 and over. Like, I don't think anybody yeah, yeah. under 50 was criticizing that. Of course. Yeah. You know. Now, you know what they are criticizing, though? This uh, Duke basketball team, bro. Anybody watch that? Ooh. Yo, hey, did you man, see they, the game last night? They, they got, got lucky last night. Survived lucky, again. Survive in advance, yo. Damn. Okay. I think, uh, who were we talking? Gus, we were in the chat. That was, uh, was it? Um, team of Destiny, bro. No, no, no. But, oh, you and me and Achilles. Oh, Achilles. There we go. He's the one who said it. This team is a great collection of talent, but not a great team right now. Yeah. And I think it's but you've it's seen that very the, true. You've seen that in the past with all those John Calipari great freshman Kentucky teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, how many times have they won? Not a lot. They well, won, they won. They, they won enough. They have to, won. To, they but have a lot won. of times they make it far, but then they don't win because they why? Because they're all talent. freshmen. Yeah, and they produce great talent. But of course. I mean, you can't they, expect their first round game, yeah. they, they won by like 20, 30 points. That was easy. Yeah. But then their second round game against UCF, Went down to the wire, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the tip in and stuff. Now, last night's game, Virginia Tech had a chance here. What was the – they were up – it was a chance to tie, right? It was a, at the yeah. very end, yeah. It was a, it chance, was a chance to tie. To they tie. were up to they, – they, they drew up the perfect inbound play, got it up there, and I think the guy forgot that he had 1.1 seconds Yep. as opposed to the original 0.6 that they and, gave him. And I don't blame that guy. I blame coaching. 
Uh, because no, they, are, they, they knew what the play was going to be. That was the yeah, play. So but coach has to tell them, listen, you have 1.1 seconds. You don't have to tip it in. Well, you can actually grab it and redirect it. And also in his defense, I think maybe he thought that, you know, because he was wide open and he thought he yeah. could just, you know, like do the little volleyball tap in. He's trained and practiced for that moment, you know, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it was, it just, it felt like he could have maybe grabbed it and then, you know, called glass and, and banked oh, it yeah. in. To me, so. it was just as worth as UCF uh, choking towards the end. Just as bad, yeah. Yeah, just, no, it was worse. I mean, you to get a rebound and put back. Well, UCF was, was to win the game because they lost by one yeah. point. Yeah, this this is, one was to tie. Yeah. But still, you extend the game. Anything now, can yeah. happen. Now, I'm a Duke fan, and I'm going to make – now, this is the part where I, I, I get angry at everybody hating on Duke because Duke <laughs> got – Duke was getting shafted there at the end, you know. They, uh, first off, the rebound right before to set up the first play, the guy was out of bounds. Referee's looking right at him. His foot's mm -hmm. clearly on the line, and the referee doesn't do it. They get the ball. They call timeout, and they're Not able to get the – Clearly on the line if you watch the instant replay and they pause it right when his foot is out of bounds. Yeah, but Not his when on you're the, the referee and you're watching it in real time. No, but the referee's job, that, that whole side ref right there, it's not the ref on the court. It's the referee on the side. His yes. whole job is to look and make sure no one steps out of bounds. That's his main thing. And then he's looking to see if they got the call, you know, if he got the time off called in time and everything like that. And in the replay, it's kind of like the referee in the, in the famous Canes-Ohio State game where he's looking at the play and he says, no pass interference. And then all of a sudden <laughs> the other guy on the other side says, no, it was a pass interference. This guy was clearly looking at it, saw him, didn't call it. Okay, no big deal. Then they get the, shot, then they get the playoff and uh, they get that bad, uh, that bad contested three where Duke grabs the rebound but, you know, fumbles it. The ball never went out of bounds. They called it out of bounds off the guy. It didn't yeah. hit the line there. That one, it didn't. And then they called it out of bounds. That's debatable. That one, I was like, oh. So, That's debatable. So, so as you, a Duke you couldn't fan, really tell. As a Duke it looked pretty clear that it wasn't out of bounds. Oh. I thought, Are you talking about the last? The yeah, last the, this whole last sequence. Yeah, that, that instant replay was crystal clear. That ball never went out of bounds. Yeah. But in real time and looking at it with human eyes, I, I can see how the referee called it out of bounds. So where were those eyes 10 seconds earlier with the other play where it was clearly out of bounds and you didn't call it? So I was like, man, you're, this is double shaft right there. I was like, oh. And then because I thought they were calling out of bounds because maybe like his foot was out when he reached over to throw the ball back in. But anyway, and then they added the extra time on the clock. So as a Duke fan last night watching the game, I was like, bro, I was, like, I was already getting the excuses ready. So if they hit the three or something, I'm like, bro, come on, out of bounds, not out of bounds, out of bounds. Now extra time on the clock, and that's how you beat Duke. That's what it takes to beat Duke. Thankfully, I didn't have to use any of it. But I just wanted to vent <laughs> it out a little bit because it was uh, ugh, it was getting a little uh, – it, it was dicey there, man. And I'm worried. I'm actually worried. Duke now plays um, Did you watch the whole Michigan, game? Michigan State. State. Yeah. Hmm? Did you watch the whole entire game? I watched a good chunk. I watched more college basketball last night than I have all season. <laughs> 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 so I watched a good chunk of it. And uh, I was actually uh, – props to the uh, UVerse TV app and CBS Sports app. Last night I was out with some friends and – they were all socializing, uh, some of Cindy's friends, and they were all socializing there. So I was kind of like chilling, having a drink, and I had my phone. I was watching the Marlins game, and then I would switch over to the basketball game and vice versa. <laughs> and it was nice. all crystal clear, dude. And I was, just, I was just basking in one of those moments where I'm like, man, I fucking love technology right now. Yeah, you know? it's a great think, time to be a oh, sports dude, fan. Dude, great time to be alive the, and be a sports Were fan. there any other husbands that came and joined you? Uh, <laughs> no, there, there was another guy there, and he was like doing something else. So I was like, hey, whatever, fine, leave me alone. So I was just, I was very happy there, but uh, but no, we had a great time last night. But it was just one of those moments where I was just like, wow, I can't believe I could do this so effortlessly right now, you know? HD, crystal That's clear quality. And, and today's technology and technological advances. What I want to say is, why are we missing video replay in the NCAA tournament? Uh, why, I think, why is it not there? I'll give you the at, at least maybe the last two minutes of the game. 
I mean, there should be. I'll, like, I'll give you the answer to that. I'll give you the answer to that, and it, and it's that you gotta have some type of human error, human human factor in in these games, because yes. there's a, there's a reason they don't want to like instant replay everything or make everything like why even have refs? You gotta have some some type of human element in the games and yeah the right human now, element can be the athletes that are playing the game no not necessarily dude. or the fans cheering <laughs> uh, no why man. does what is human why, why does why do there need why does there need to be outside human error element into deciding these games it sounds I like just, a baseball fan to me I, i'm a baseball fan yeah the baseball fan loves the human element the umpire yep. i love yeah. the umpire being to me able to get me a robot out there painting Seriously. the plate and yeah. tell me exactly what a strike is and exactly. what a ball is. Yes, I get that. It's, it's probably true to that, but you know that's just how I feel. I feel like you got to have a little bit in there. You know, like it's just you, people watching the game. Like you piss off the ref, like because I think there's calls like earlier in the game. You know, like you pissed off the ref, and the ref's gonna have a vendetta against you the whole game. Or you do something nice, he's gonna hook you up. How do you think Jordan got got by so much back in the day, dude? He just he always over played everybody. the refs. He was just so much better than <laughs> everyone always, else. What are you no, talking about? He played the refs all the time. But uh, anyway. Um, so Duke moving forward now. They play in Michigan State, like Evan said. And uh, oh wait, hold on. Let me pull up. I think we have. I think we can officially crown a Lemon City bracket um, champion already. And we're already only in the lead eight. Yeah, dude. No. Have you looked? Nope. Have you looked at our bracket standings, bro? I know I'm out. <laughs> okay. My best bracket. By the way, thank you to everybody who joined, and thank you to Danny. Danny Fernandez, yeah, D Train. <laughs> he he put in like twenty five brackets alone, so yeah. it got our group size to over sixty. Danny, <laughs> if you didn't win, <laughs> and he didn't win, <laughs> he well, had the know. most <laughs> entries, and his best one came. Uh, his Steve Bartman bracket is in fourth place right now. <laughs> Some of the names on these brackets are fucking awesome, by the oh, way. Yeah. Uh, let me just go through it real quick here. Um, yo, wait, Wally, yours is in eighth place, I think. I'm still in the running. I You're like still in think. the running, but we're out of it because I'm in fourth and I'm out. Uh, Malice at the Palace, <laughs> Revenge of C-3PO, Orchards of Asia Day Spa. <laughs> That's the one that killed me. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's the favorite one. Um, but anyway, uh, the first place guy is, I think it's our boy, Marky Mark, bro. Nice. Mark Torado. Nice. Congratulations. He He's got Gonzaga. He's got Gonzaga. He's the alone Zags. there. The Zags. He's, He's got Zags. But even if Gonzaga doesn't win, his projected total is 1740, right? And he's got 780 points right now. And the second place is our boy Ivan. He's got uh, he's at 710 points, but his highest max is only 1350. Ooh. So uh, Mark has pretty much everybody picked going forward. So no matter what, even if he loses, he could lose all his games and he'll still win. How I don't many think points is that catch. championship uh, team worth? Eh, it's got to be, be up a there. lot, but I don't I, I don't see a situation here where he loses. Let's look at his bracket right now. Um, but anyway, here's your elite eight. And uh, right now it's Duke, Michigan State, Gonzaga, and Texas Tech. Another surprise of the tournament there. Texas yeah. Tech playing really, really well. Uh, Virginia bouncing back after last year, limit being the first one seed to lose in the first round. Uh, they, almost did, they almost did it again this season, they too. They almost did it, but now they're, uh, they're going up against Purdue in the South Bracket Final. And uh, Auburn and Kentucky, shout out to Achilles, who's still celebrating after uh, Auburn's victory over UNC yesterday. That's right. So uh, those games are happening. What's today? Is today the 30th? Yeah, today. So today we got a couple of games. Tonight, Gonzaga, Texas Tech, and Virginia and Purdue for the nightcap. There you go. So I, looking at Mark's bracket here, he's got Duke and Gonzaga and Virginia and Kentucky. So he has all his Final Four teams still in play. What does he have in the championship game? He's got, let's see here, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Virginia. Oh. So he's got Duke losing to Gonzaga again. I got Kentucky-Duke. 
You got Kentucky Duke? I got Kentucky Duke with Duke winning it all. I think I had UNC Duke. I have, well, yeah. I'm, That's what I had. And it, <laughs> I have the same problem that we do every time. This is the third year that we do uh, on the podcast that we do the Lemon City Brackets, and it happens every year. This year was no, no different. As I'm filling out the brackets, no matter where Duke is seated, could be 16, could be number one like it was this year, or could be somewhere in the middle. Every time I pick them, it always makes sense. I'm like, yeah, they could win this game. Pick them. Yeah, they could win this game. Pick them. Yeah, they could win this game. Pick them. And I always pick the same final score, 60 to 55. You're That's terrible. always the same thing. <laughs> so every bracket ends up with me picking Duke winning. I, I, as much as I try to be um, objective and, you know, and fair, it never happens. You never try to be objective and fair. I'm always objective and fair. Well, these games are just unpredictable to pick. I oh, mean, for sure. It's like 75% luck, 25% talent. Yeah. I mean, that 25% talent, though, is worth picking, I would, I would say. I mean, that's yeah. why most of the time you got these Dukes, Kentuckys of the world always making the, the Final Four. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Duke is, like I said, Duke on paper looks tight, looks well. But I'm a little worried. I, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm they a little worried. They haven't been playing well. They haven't been playing well. But that's also, like, it gives me a little peace as a Duke fan that I'm like, all right, they haven't been playing well, so now they're going to turn it on. You know? They're not cruising. Now they're like, oh, shit, we got we to gotta flip the switch, you know, kind of I mean, thing. I don't think their style of play is, uh, is beneficiary to the current state of basketball. Like, they're not a three-point shooting team. You know, they're, they're the type of team that they play old-school basketball, man. Yeah. So, well, let's see. Uh, so our brackets are busted pretty much. I mean, I still got Duke in there. You, Gus, yours was busted. Yeah, I had you UNC pick, winning it all. Okay. So who do you, who do you guys quick, quickly here? Do you guys think is uh, you, still, you still got your Duke-Kentucky final, right? I want to see a Duke Kentucky final. Okay. I think that uh, will draw in more people and more hype. Yeah. Into what the about game. you guys? Of course. Yeah. You got to see Duke in the final. Yeah. So no, nobody here is going for Gonzaga, huh? I I think Gonzaga will beat Duke, but obviously Duke is going to have more eyes. It's going to be more exciting if so Duke you'd is in. Rather Come on. Duke Zion over. Williamson is yeah, all you have to say there. Yeah, bro. Oh, that guy's He's must got see that TV. star power right yeah. now. I want to see him break the wants. hoop. <sighs> Shatter the backboard. I want to see that shit. I want to see him <laughs> squeeze the basketball again, so you can oh, see. Oh yeah. That's that fucking was insane, nasty. dude. Did you see that, Wally? No, I didn't. Oh, man, it was um, it was during the regular season of the ACC tournament, one of those. Um, he's grabbing a rebound, and the yep. photographer took the picture, and you can see his fingers are sinking into the basketball. That's how hard he's gripping the basketball. He's fucking bending a basketball. I couldn't believe it, wow. dude. Craziest picture I've seen in a long time, bro. So your best yeah. guess on this Zion kid, is he going to turn out more like Anthony Davis or uh, LeBron James? You know, it depends. That's, a, that's a good comparison. Um, he, he's got to develop a jump shot. I think he's I, he's very he could do it. Um, my thing is, I think not so much a LeBron or an Anthony Davis. I think we're seeing the first ever Zion. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be the new like prototype of what other people are going to measure up to. You know what I mean? I this guy's got incredible mass the way LeBron has mass now. You know what I mean? Yeah. LeBron didn't look this big at that age. That's true. LeBron got big, and now you look when you think of LeBron. You're like, this guy's a fucking tank, you know? Yeah. He's just incredible physical specimen. This guy has that size now and that build, yep. and he's only going to lean out and get stronger as he gets older. You know, that to me is another caliber and another prototype that we haven't seen that it's just, I, I don't know what that's capable of. Maybe he gets too strong. On, <laughs> on paper, yeah. he's 6'7", 285 pounds. Yeah. I mean, and how is that going to translate into today's NBA where the three-pointer is king? Well, there's only one guy in the NBA right now who uh, weighs more than Zion. Did you know that? 
If he was in the NBA right now, he'd be the second heaviest player in the NBA. Wow. The only bigger guy than him is uh, Boban. Boban, Marjanovic or whatever from Philadelphia. Oh, that they guy's just, <laughs> I saw a video of him. I don't know when it happened. If it was like recently or earlier this season. But he was, it was in-game, and he's dribbling the ball, and they feed it to him, and he's kind of like by the free-throw line, and he like pulls up for a shot, and he yells, Kobe! <laughs> he uh, shoots it. That was yesterday, I <laughs> that think. That was yesterday? Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was yesterday. I don't know. I saw it <laughs> on my news feed. I yeah. didn't see the date on it, and I just started cracking He, he hit a game winner. No, it wasn't a game. I don't think I, this one was a game winner, though, I that think, I saw. No? No, it looked like just okay, a regular just shot in-game, but right. he called Kobe. Like, he, yeah, you he yelled out Kobe. Kobe! Kobe! <laughs> One-handed shot. <laughs> that guy's awesome, dude. I've actually seen some, like... Uh, not behind the scenes, but like stuff of him, um, you know, not playing, and he is freaking hysterical, dude. Uh, when he was with the Spurs teams that won, he was like, I saw videos of him dancing and stuff. And if you've seen his wife, whoa, smoking. Wow, yeah, yeah, knockout, dude. Tiny woman <laughs> compared to him, anyone's tiny. Well, yeah, for but, real. But yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I I really think Zion, if he goes, like I said, when he goes pro, he's gonna be the second biggest player in the NBA. And think so. about it, as soon as he gets into the NBA, he's gonna get on a real workout regimen. Like he's he's only gonna get in a lot better shape. Yeah, that's that's scary to think about. Well, well let's say the Knicks draft Zion. How yeah. do you think the Knicks are gonna become a playoff team right off the bat? He's definitely maybe not that maybe kind not season one, maybe not the first season. But as soon as he gets some NBA experience under him, for sure. It also depends who you put around him. Like, for instance, LeBron's rookie year didn't make the playoffs, you know, because they had a lot of scrubs on the team. But Carmelo Anthony made the playoffs that rookie season, you know. And he had it. Yeah. Remember, he came off the one season in college where he won the national championship with Syracuse, and he went with the Nuggets. Yeah. And he was a scorer, and he put up points. A little better players around him was able to make it to the playoffs. I think there's more to it. I think the real question here. Do you? I'm sorry to cut you off. Remember? The, after that first season, people were actually talking about, oh, maybe Carmelo's going to be the better NBA player. Well, yeah, yeah. Remember, Dwayne Wade made the playoffs. Dwayne Wade had a and he hit, yeah. He, he should have been rookie of the year, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Dwayne Wade had a great, great team around yeah. him. We were he talking did. about Eddie Jones, uh, Brian, Brian he had. I, don't, I wouldn't Brian say he Grant, had a, Karan, a Butler. great team, but he had the great right players. guys around him. Yeah, the right guys. Yeah. He had the right guys. He had that veteran leadership to show him the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think about the Pat Riley quote about him being better than Kobe in his prime? In his prime? I saw that recently. I hey. think that's ballsy, man. I don't know. I've never yeah. pictured Dwayne to have the one thing that I've always like respected. Yeah, I'll take for Pat Riley. One thing I've always respected or admired about uh, Kobe is he has Kobe. He has the co- he has that Michael Jordan assassin uh, gene. Creed. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's got that assassin gene in him. You know what I mean? That dude is not scared of anything. Nope. Proof, uh, proof is in the pudding, man. You, you, everyone's seen the video where, uh, uh, what's this guy, Barnes? Matt Barnes? Oh, Matt Barnes. Is inbounding well, yeah. the ball, and he just throws oh, yeah. it right at Kobe's face. He well, doesn't he, even he flinch. Throws it. Fake <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't even flinch. Nope. This guy's cold-blooded, bro. Yeah. Like, Kobe was cold-blooded. So, Kobe Prime versus, you know, Father Prime or whatever he calls himself. I don't know, man. I still think I, I, I'd probably go Kobe. But, I mean, that's great that... Pat Riley would say that, though. You know, he's, he's got his boys back. but I mean, I, I don't think there's much difference we, either yeah, way. I think it's be very close. We're you know splitting what I mean? hairs here. Yeah, yeah splitting hairs. I will much. say this. I will say this. Kobe's Wade. prime was uh-huh. longer than Dwayne Wade's prime. Yeah, Dwayne, he, Wade, Dwayne Wade had a lot of injuries. I think yeah. he was stifled by injuries. Yeah. I think if, if Dwayne Wade would have stayed as healthy as, like, as Kobe or LeBron did, yeah. we, we would have seen that all – they would have won all four of those championships that he would have. Yeah. Or going back, they would have won that first uh, go around with Shaq yep. when mm-hmm. he got injured against the Pistons. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, Dwayne Wade should have like six rings right now. You could, you could put it that way, but you look at Kobe, 20 seasons, and it wasn't until the second to last season that he tore his Achilles or that he hurt himself, but then he came back, yeah. that he finally got hurt. Yeah. And for more than half of his career, he was prime Kobe, you know? He was legit prime Kobe. That guy was top five in the NBA. Top but no, but let me ask you. Here's a question. If you are the Knicks, you, let's say you get the number one pick, and let's say you are the Lakers, okay? Do you see a scenario here that would make sense for the Lakers to trade LeBron James after this? This was a waste of a season. I'm sorry. This was a complete waste of a season. If you're bringing in LeBron, you got to bring in other pieces and you got to have a plan of attack. You're not just going to surround them with those scrubs like you did all season and hope that they make it to the playoffs in the West. That's that was a shame. Magic Johnson, you did great for bringing in LeBron, but you dropped the ball by, you know, leaving him there. I mean, this was a complete waste of a guy whose whose prime years are either behind him or are about to finish. You know what I mean? And you just banked on LeBron being LeBron and being able to take any scrubs to the playoffs. So the fact that we're not going to have LeBron in the playoffs is very sad as a, as a basketball fan. It's very disappointing. But that aside, though, you've wasted a season as the Lakers. Does it make sense for the Lakers if the offer was there from the Knicks to trade Zion for LeBron? I would say it definitely makes sense from a Lakers standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, from a Knicks standpoint, I mean, going back to their uh, flashy days where they want to pick up the name and not really a potential winning talent, mm -hmm. yeah, it makes sense for them to pick him up as well. Yeah. Pick up LeBron. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're probably trading just one for one. But my, I mean, there'd be other parts involved to make the deal yeah. um, uh, financially make sense. You'd probably have to take some bad contracts and stuff like that because Zion's a rookie and he's not going to. But if it's doing the hypothetical here, I mean, Gus, what do you think? Man, that's that'll be a tough sell for either fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think would? Where do you think would I, be the actually? Better? I think Lakers fans would welcome it. Lakers oh, yeah. fans it would be all. They'd be all about it. So you think yeah, Lakers yeah, yeah, fans yeah. have moved on from LeBron already? Oh, well, Lakers Le fans never even never embraced accepted, LeBron yeah. to yeah. begin with. They're still Team Kobe. Yeah. You know, I've been feeling like that. I feel like LeBron. Mm. You know, re retrospect now, looking back at his first year, I feel like he hasn't done much to endear himself to Los Angeles. Los he, Angeles is a brand, and I feel like he's trying to make his brand as big as Los Angeles, and that, LeBron, that doesn't happen. He was, he was fighting an uphill battle to gain those fans' respect from the get-go. Like, he needed to make a Western Conference Finals to em to, in order for Lakers fans to really embrace him. Yeah. And that didn't happen, obviously, you know what I mean? That's yeah. a shame, dude. Father, That's, that father is, time, just caught yeah. up with him. He's, I mean, I'm sorry, LeBron, no longer the best basketball player in the NBA. No, not after this season. I mean, he's still he's still top five. I'm not going to rule him out. Still top five. Still top five. And maybe but even top three. But he he's didn't no have longer the best. The best. He's, he's no still, longer the best. I think statistically, he put up, what, 25, 8, and 8 or something like that? Like, that's some bananas numbers. Like, he put up yeah. great stats. But, you know, this is the first time you ever saw him injured. Missed significant time. Yeah. But aside from all that, he's a guy who, when he was with Cleveland the second time around, when he was with Miami, he always surrounded himself with veterans. Didn't play well with the youngsters. You know, he's like a... Yeah. An old soul and a young body kind of thing, you know? And I didn't see him gelling. Like, you, there was uh, Kuzma pushing him on defense to go cover, to go, you know, uh, box out on the wing. Like, he doesn't, uh, to, he, does, he doesn't, they didn't do stuff, man. Like, he didn't endear himself. Too many times on timeouts, you'd see LeBron sitting on the edge of the bench by himself while the whole team was in timeouts. Like, he obviously yeah. didn't get along with Bill Walton, yep. you know? Um, a lot of stuff. Now, it's not Bill Walton. No, nah, uh, Luke Walton, sorry. <laughs> now, there is, uh, I heard. Maybe a rumor. he doesn't get along with Bill Walton either. We Maybe, don't know. who knows? Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Terrible call. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll tell you what, though. There is a rumor that I heard. Jason Kidd's out there. Can you imagine Jason Kidd and LeBron? That'd be nice. 
Jason Kidd's available, man. Kidd coaching, coaching the Lakers? Coaching the Lakers. Look at the Nets. Very nice. Nets have balled out this season, but that he started the he was the one who started them on that path. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look at Milwaukee, you know? Milwaukee's the number one seed in the in, in, in the East. Big ups there for them. Yeah, man. But anyway, I, I think I would I, I like anarchy in this point because I don't really have a horse in this race. I don't like the Knicks. I don't really care that LeBron's on the Lakers. So for me, fucking yeah, throw him in there. Like, swap teams. Let's see what happens. Let's right. put Zion over there. Let Zion build himself in Los Angeles as opposed to building himself in New York. Let LeBron come back here and ruin the East a little bit. It, it absolutely makes sense for the New York Knicks to trade away the number one pick. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Zion does not defend the three, and he doesn't make the three. And mm-hmm. that's that's the key right now in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, but yep. can he learn, though? Well, it, well, he can learn to defend the three. It's not it, easy that, to learn to shoot hey, the three. Look, Jordan didn't develop a three till way later. Kobe, yeah, a lot of guys true. take time to develop. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, I, Jason Kidd is one of like the top three all-time three-point shooters, but he didn't develop a three-point shot till like well into his career. Yeah, you know, like quite a few seasons in when he finally said, "Hey, let me figure yeah. out this three-point thing." Dwayne Wade developed a three last year. <laughs> 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 to me, to me, the kid that probably will be a most successful NBA player right now is John Morant. He's got the real deal. He's looking like Dwayne Wayne out there in the NCAA. And he, this is a, from a kid that's coming from a small school uh, and doing big things, you know. That's the kid from Marquette, right? No. No. He's from Murray State. Oh, the kid from Murray State. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kid balls, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, eh. I think that's a great value pick at number two right now yeah. being projected he, to the Phoenix Suns. He'll, he'll probably be like like a Paul George. You always get those uh, small school guys that turn out to be. What school did Paul George go to? Oh, man, I don't remember. Ah, Fresno State, bro. Fresno State, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, we'll see. I think NBA and, and, and the Heat are in the, in the midst of it right now, trying to get this eighth seed. Yeah, Obviously man. ruining any chance to get a top lottery pick again. Well, they ruined that a long time ago. Yeah, so but for just, let's stop talking about that. I think. Well, <laughs> I heard a scenario that the last game of the season is is Heat at Nets. Yeah, and it could be in Brooklyn, and there could be a scenario where that could be a playing game into the playoffs. So yep. that would be a cool thing. Hopefully, Wade gets. We've if if at this point. I want the Heat to make the playoffs, you know? Of course. At this point, yeah, because now we screwed ourselves out of any lottery uh, upside. So give me the Heat in the playoffs. I'll take that. But I think it would be kind of cool, though. Give me a one-game, game game seven kind of-ish feel, you know? Heat at Nets. All the marbles. Let's see. Does he make it and go on, survive in advance, you know? I think that would be pretty tight. Um, But we'll see. There's a few games left on that calendar. but Dude, I want to talk real quick about this past Thursday. Yeah. This past Thursday was probably the biggest sports day in Miami for the year. You had, you had uh, Dwayne Wade's third to last game, okay. right? Now every single Heat game from, like, the past five games on, yeah. are, they're all packed. Every single one of them packed because, you know, it's already the end of Dwayne Wade's career. Yeah. All those games are packed. They're super fucking expensive, mm-hmm. right? So you had that going on. You have Miami Open going on, right, with all these fucking legends, Roger Federer and all these guys. Yeah, my boys. And it was opening day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I was about to say, as one season is coming to a close, a new season is starting up now with, yeah. the, uh, with the Marlins here. And we got a good look at the Marlins during the spring break. Uh, Lemon City Live did. Check out uh, Gabe's uh, articles and recaps and his, uh, his analysis on everything he saw during spring. Really good stuff there on LemonCityLive.com. Oh, he's like best friends with these guys now, huh? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so he can tell you all about the ping pong tournament that the team had and everything uh, <laughs> during spring. So we got a good look at spring. And one of the things that I was optimistic going into the season, I thought even with the release of Dan Straley, they, they, uh, they let him go. I thought our rotation, our five, 
were were pretty solid. I thought we had a really good solid core. I thought we had a uh, a nice a nice little young arms that we could build around. I thought our bullpen would be a little suspect. Now we're two games into the season. Yeah. Tonight's game three against the Rockies. We've lost both games, and we've scored a total of four runs on four solo home runs. That's that's incredible. Yeah. It, it's, Which it's, I I like the fact that they can hit the homer. Mm-hmm. But man, get some fucking guys on base. Get That's some run support. Isn't That's that the, the same old Marlins just hitting jacks? What solo home runs? That was that was an issue last season. We were horrible. We were atrocious. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a similar foe from from the past. Um, but it's I'm a little I. They're on thin ice. Like as as cliche as it sounds, mm-hmm. they're on very very thin ice. If they get swept this season, if they lose one more game, which will be you know they'll lose the series right now because it's a four game series against Colorado. If they get beat in the opening series. It's gonna be tough to recuperate. Like this Marlins team, all the stuff that Jeter has invested in the in in the team and the branding, you know, new logos, new new marketing, the whole new upgrades to the stadium. Which, by the way, they're beautiful. I'll tell you more about that now. We oh, got yeah. a good, good look at it on opening day. Um, with all that stuff in mind, I think that they need to they 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 have to capitalize. They have to have a good performance because this is a star fucker town, man. When teams are winning, people go to games. As soon as teams start losing. People tend to drift away, and if you start losing the same way you always lost in the past, then you're not going to get those new guys to come in and, and check you out. And attendance, it wasn't a sellout for opening day, even with all the pomp and circumstance of opening day and everything like that. wasn't a sellout. Last night's game, attendance had a significant drop. I haven't looked at the, uh, the numbers. Yeah. But you start losing this series, man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be real, real tough. You have to, even if it was a fake little winning streak, you know, just to start off the season, a little two and uh, a little two and two or three and one to, to open up, that would have been great. But you've what looked a, bad. You've looked a, bad in two games. What a shitty scenario for the Marlins to have to open up on the same day as one of Dwayne Wade's last games and the Miami Open going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Right before Ultra Music Weekend, like God damn. Yeah, man. I and mean, the NCAA like, double, the and NCAA exactly. double A tournament going yep. on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, it was a bad timing, so I, I'll, I'll credit a little bit of a drop off on the attendance there. But then again, it's not like the Marlins ever sell out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to take too much away from it. But I, I, I really worry. Jeter, like I said, put a lot into this. This team has re- – this is a whole new look to this team, you know, from from literally from the way they look on the field to the players that are wearing the uniforms. It's a, it's a brand new squad. Uh, it's This is – you know, last season was Jeter's first year. This is Jeter's real first year because now he's put in the people that he wants – the, the culture that he wants, everything that he wants. This is more appropriate to what Jeter wants than it was, you know, a year ago exactly. when he just took over. You get what I'm saying? So I'm I'm a little shaky, man. I'm a little shaky. It, uh, they, they haven't looked yeah. well, man. The, uh, yesterday you gotta, you was gotta good. got to get more time, bro. I know, but, but here's the thing. We know that. But the casual fan that's watching, you either win this weekend and get some people to come in, or they're not going to care anymore, bro. They just don't care. It's the same old Marlins. That's well, what everyone's going to say. When well, of course. have they cared? When was the last time you cared about the Marlins? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, I there yeah. was a whole season where I didn't care at all. I, I wore the other team's jerseys to the games and everything. <laughs> That's but, right. Um, but That's I, I do care. I do care right now. Um, I'm more interested and involved in the team than I have been in, in recent seasons. But I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the guy they're trying to go after. I'm going to go to the games regardless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you really want to compete in this town and you really want to make a name for yourself, then you, you got to – it's just – this is not the right start, man. Last night – You have I don't to know win. If you, did you watch the game last night? No. It was bad. They were up two, yeah. They were down 2-1, and in the eighth they had a chance to, to, to hit – I think the, the, the game-tying home run, they got robbed at the wall, 
and I think the final score ended up being like six to one. Ooh. But we only managed two hits, two hits, the whole game. And, and one of them was a home run. One of them was a home run the was night before Granderson, opening day. Granderson, right? Yeah, Granderson hit his first home run. We had four different guys hit home runs. We had a pinch hit home run. All been solo shots. We're not. We haven't. Again, it's only two games. I know as a fan, eventually the uh, you know the pros and cons and the waves. You know, you go in waves, you go in motions. They'll get better. But I'm saying if you want to invest in all this stuff that you've been doing and you really want to catch the attention of the fans, you have to do it now. I wonder what his what Jeter's timeline is for like, all right, I want to see success and um, and a fan base by this many years. That's a great question. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, what it boils down to is what does this ownership bring to the table yeah. after one season? Is it the same old Marlins where they're rebuilding mm -hmm and get nowhere, uh, get a couple prospects, but are they going to deplete their minor league system? Are they going to bring in better pitching? Uh, well, what they've been doing is building their minor league yeah. system. They actually have a good cupboard of, of uh They went of from prospects. like worst, they went from like worst in the league to uh, uh, in the top half. Yeah, they're definitely. In one year. And here, my question is, what do you think he values more? Results on the field winning? Or would he take the results not being great, but would he take a better turn up of fans? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I think you definitely want fan support, whatever yeah. you're doing. Uh, as long as you have the backing financially from yeah. the fans, uh, you're good to go on your plan. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I do think that even if the team falls off, and or let's say the team does perform well, I don't think that they're going to get the fans in there the way that he would want. Because it, think about it. We're so bottom of the barrel right now with our record that yeah. even a 10-game improvement, which would be a really good thing for us, wouldn't really translate into a bunch of new people showing up. So he, he, I, I guarantee you, it would you, be a result on the on the. I guarantee line. you, he would take consistent fans coming to the stadium and watching the games on TV first, because um, what what the fuck, bro? Sorry, bro. <laughs> I was trying to whistle for some water here. I guarantee he would take that first because that's how you are able to generate profitability and able to invest that money into star players, which will then you know bring even more fans. Yep. If, if I was Derek Jeter, my goal were, would be to make the Marlins a big market team. There's no reason why baseball is not a big market here in Miami. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen the World Baseball Classic and the turnout oh, it gets? That well, shit is lit as fuck. I love it. Okay, but to be fair, the turnout that it gets everywhere except here. Because we went to those World Baseball Classic games here, and the, the, even then the attendance was pretty not impressive. Consider we have one of the smallest stadiums in Major League Baseball, so it's very easy to make it fill up and make it look bigger. I remember those USA games down here; they weren't really packed, man. That's now, what you said, USA. USA. Yeah. No, you, even you though I've been team. there for, I've been I there for like the Venezuela Domin games. And I saw stuff like Dominican that. Republic, Puerto Rico. That was the best baseball game I've yeah. ever been to. I was there Maybe. for that one. It was. And I've been to. I've been to World. I've been to World Series games too. Yeah. It's nothing compares to Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. Well, I hope so. I I, I agree because I, I I can I use the same statistical information when it comes to soccer. You know, during the World Cup season here, anytime we have a friendly or anything like that, we get fans. You know, so the question yep. is yeah. that they. Are they there? Yes, they're there. You know, it's just how do we get them to come consistently? Well, Miami Fusion did have a good following going on until MLS totally botched that team. Uh, and now we're going to see Beckham coming down here for soccer. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Derek oh, Jeter yeah. does have a unique scenario in this Inter situation where he can build baseball <laughs> down here in Miami. Can yeah. he build a team that the fans care about and become passionate about? Yeah. I think they can. I mean, it's yet to be done. I, but, well, you I know. I like what they've done so far. From a marketing standpoint, uh, you know, the murals that they did all around the city, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, no, I, they've, they've I, I wanted like to fucking ditch work and just go to all the different murals that day 
when they had their events. Yeah, I'll tell you what, marketing, A+. Plus. New branding, a solid A. I think I was a little skeptical at first when I first saw the leaked M and Marlon. I was like, oh, yeah. it looks kind of weird. But once it's one of those things where I, I'm, I'm looking at one thing, but when I see it in the big picture of everything, I, I actually like it. You know, I yeah. think it works well. I think they've done a lot of things right. Now it's going to see how it translates on the field to victories and attendance. That's going to be the big key factors here. Now I will say one big thing that they've done that's very impressive, that stadium on opening night, it is gorgeous now. This is the it first is. time that the ballpark oh. actually feels like a real Major League Baseball ballpark. It before, it used to feel like we were at a, at a mall. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a novelty thing. Like, oh, there's that big, ugly statue out that there. lime green wall. <laughs> yeah, lime green walls. You hit it right on the head. That is my favorite, most subtle change that they've done is they got rid of those lime green walls, and now they're blue, and it changes the whole percep perception of the stadium, everything. It's just so much nicer now. I it want to talk about legit. my favorite. My favorite change was that is that all the food is Miami. Yes, all the food yes. is Miami. Let's talk about that. There's food. not a there's not a taste of Miami section. Yeah, the whole fucking circle is Miami. Bro. Yeah, so you have Pincho Factory. You got Miami's best pizza. You have a fucking ceviche. You got a goya. Novecento. <laughs> Novecento. Yeah. That's you just, got, oh, so basically, it. if you remember at the old at not the old stadium, but the stadium every season since 2012 to last season, there was a little strip of uh, restaurants over by the third base side called Taste of Miami. Then the rest was all like generic ballpark food and stuff like that. Yeah. They've basically they've closed that section off, and now Taste of Miami is all around the stadium. So every few feet, there's a different... Uh, a th you can get pulled pork sandwiches. You can get uh, pincho burgers. We had some bomb... Those tater tots, sweet potato tater tots. Oh, yeah. Yo, pincho. those things slap, yo. Those things oh, yeah. are so good, bro. Very, very delicious. Um, yeah. You have your sweet section in the back, and they have the 305 menu. The 305 menu, I got a $3 Nathan hot dog. Not bad for three bucks. I got two uh, pork tacos for five bucks. How big was the hot dog? Yeah, Nathan's regular one that you would normally pay like uh, seven or eight bucks for. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, for three bucks, good. And it's a Nathan's. It's not like, you know, it's still small, yeah. but it's three bucks. I don't feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Does the so, Nathan hot dog travel well? Travel what? Does it travel well? I mean, it's it's imported from, where's uh, Nathan's? Uh, New York? Uh, yeah. That area? yeah, it's good. It was solid. Because yeah. I ate solid. a, a Nathan hot dog in New York and uh -huh. Yankee Stadium, and that was delicious. Yeah. And I was like, how come we can't get that down here? <laughs> well, now we got Nathan ballpark dogs. I mean, I've had Dodger dogs out in, in L.A. They're delicious, but it's just a, it's just a hot dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so, but, yo, I'm telling you, the, the stadium major upgrades the standing room only yep. section that they did where they eliminated the uh oh, that is nice the, uh, the statue the, the statue now they they put this little three-tiered standing section there it looks really really cool i thought one really nice touch that they did that they didn't i don't remember seeing it in any of the sketches or anything maybe it was a last minute thing or whatnot but they put the actual new marlins logo on top of it as like a big sculpture so you'll see the big m with the new marlin fish on top of it in center field looks really really nice like I can't the wait for somebody bomb. to hit a home run oh, yeah, right off of the logo. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So right now, the stadium, major upgrades. Really, really cool. Very, very happy on that aspect. I just want to see. I want to I continue to see some people there because, uh, let's face it, man. I would personally, would you take a team that wins and nobody goes to the stadium? Or would you take a team that kind of wins every <laughs> once in a while, but you get a nice atmosphere every time you go to the game? Oh, atmosphere, bro. Miami atmosphere. Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot got. of Stephen Ross going on there in Marlins Park. Yep, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's dead on. So, yeah, man. Anyway. One thing they, they, I would like for them to add is more local craft brews. I feel like they probably have more. You don't they, think uh, so? We'd have to uh, find uh, it. I mean, the Panthers have the Funky Buddha. What funky do the Buddha? Marlins yeah, have? they do. Do the Marlins have anything? But Funky Buddha is not, it's not really a craft brewery anymore. They were bought out by a big 
Oh, that that's just we're just talking about distribution now. The recipes are still going to be the same. Of course, of course, yeah. Mm. As we well, sip on our own beer, they're going to be the same beer. until they're not. Oh, until <laughs> the until not. the new boss goes. You're spending too much on this. You need to use this other supplier, yeah. which is way cheaper. Until that new boss who doesn't drink beer and just looks at spreadsheets all day and says, how can we make this number go down a little more? Oh, I know. Let's slash over day. here. Drink beer while you're doing your spreadsheets, motherfucker. That's how. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, all right. Any, Gus, any, uh, any last words here before we wrap up? Uh, Panthers, you, Panthers let, you let me down again. Let me down, yes. What's that? WrestleMania. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They really oh, dropped oh, the ball making that trade with the Vegas Knights. I mean, come on. Ah, uh, that's already been too long. Come I mean, on, it wasn't I, a trade; it was expansion draft and all that stuff. But yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks. But again, what what bothers me is that Bob Bugner is a defensive coach, and that's been our biggest hole all season. Yes, man. I mean, I mean this is the first time we had yeah. two guys score eighty points or more in a season. Offensively, yeah. Panthers were ridiculous this year. They were. They were. Mark like, off. I think QB. they were. They were top ten offensively. Yeah, great Lu- team. Luongo great team. had some health issues. Luongo yeah. had some health. Although issues. their their new their new keeper, uh, Montembleu. Montembleu. Yeah, he had a good streak that, going. Yeah, man. Yeah. That kid, Hello, I like huh? that kid. I like that kid. He's good. He's good. Yeah, get him some more game time, and he'll we'll be. Get him some, we'll get him some more. But yeah, Panthers good. unfortunately out of the playoffs. Um, my caps are. I don't think they're uh, mathematically out no, yet. No, they're out. Yeah, they're out. Yeah, they are? Yeah, yeah, mathematically? Yeah, for like two weeks we were saying, oh, there's still a chance if everyone oh, loses okay. and we win. But no, that's, that's <laughs> every gone year, already. Every okay. year the Panthers have a chance yeah. until cool. they don't. So the Panthers are out. Um, Capitals what? are coming to town. I'm excited about that. Hopefully I get a chance to meet on my, my month of goats. will continue, and hopefully I get a chance to, to meet uh, Alexander Ovechkin at, at the at the post game, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Panthers won today, by the way. Oh, yeah? There you go. <laughs> Speaking of. In Boston. In, in Boston. Boston. But we got rocked by Boston here just yeah. a, a few games ago. Um, uh, but anyway. These guys uh, are ass be- backwards. Before we do go, since we have the uh, one of the We and Found Sith guys here, who's also our, our wrestling aficionado, mm-hmm. apparently there's a big thing coming around. It's called WrestleMania. Yep. And all I know about it is the first time ever, it will be the women's headlining the main event. That's right. We're going to have a tr- women's triple threat match as the main event of WrestleMania for the Ooh, first time yeah. ever. Hey, bad girls need love too. You. Yeah. Keep it with the theme, huh? We got, we got yeah. Ronda Rousey, Rahu. Who, who all our fans should know about. Gus, Gus right. gets aroused by yeah. Ronda Rousey. Versus Charlotte <laughs> Flair, the queen, uh-huh. daughter of the legendary Ric Flair. Yep. Woo! And... The rising star that is Becky Lynch. That's my favorite. The man. The man. The Irish last kicker. She's hot. Who <laughs> has been on a meteoric on a meteoric rise since I would say October of last year. Yeah. And this is gonna be the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm excited. I actually saw that. Um who uh who, who do you got going? Who do you got picking that match? Oh, I got Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense for her to win, huh? I, it makes the most you. sense for her to win, with especially with all the rumors about Ronda wanting to step away for a while because she wants to start a family. Oh, that's why. Yeah. I saw that video of her talking trash. Oh, yeah. Like it's all fake. I fuck all these girls up and all that shit. And then like, she I don't can. like her, man. I know she can, but I don't like her. Like, if you if you you failed, you know you know I'm what you're signing okay. up for. You know what? I don't yeah. know if she can. There's Come some on, girls bro. on that roster that are legit yeah, train- fighters. Well, she, then okay. they would be in UFC and not in WWE. Why? Why would you be on UFC? Why would you be on something huh? where the money's not guaranteed, you're going to get your ass kicked for real, yeah, but and the, then the, the, you don't know how long your career is going to be after the that? The possibility of money is a lot more in UFC. There's a, there's a higher ceiling. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But 
get me a steady job where I collaborate can, with my you know, my other coworkers. Yeah, but you and can, we come you up can, with a show that entertains. WWE is always there. You could take the Ronda Rousey route, make a shitload of money in 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 a uh, in UFC. And then fucking hightail it to WWE when you're done dominating. You got to be extremely marketable for that. Yeah, that, and that's that, my that, thing. I don't think I don't think Ronda Rousey is. I feel like she's very forced. I don't think she has the mic skills. No, definitely th- she doesn't. She doesn't have the the persona. They gave her this whole Roddy Roddy Piper, but Roddy Roddy Piper was like such a fucking cool character back in the day. She's not living up to it. Well, it was actually Roddy that gave her that. Still, uh, back when she was still in MMA, Roddy was like your rowdy Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And, you know, basically with his blessing, she's kind of kept going through with that. Well, I don't know. But I just no, the, the, where they fucked up is first they brought her in as a baby face. Uh-huh. And that never should have happened. She should have brought her in as a heel, and she's here to dominate the women's division. And then they should have given her a mouthpiece. Like, she should have been a Heyman girl. Yeah. Like, they should have given her the same way they do with Brock Lesnar where they have Paul Heyman come out and speak for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Paul Heyman should have come out and spoken for Ronda Rousey and been like, she's here to dominate, she's my client, she's going to yeah. ter- turn the WWE upside down and all of that. And it's just, it should have been from that very beginning. It should have. Instead they brought her in and they're like, I'm going to fuck up Stephanie McMahon and I'm going to be a good guy and then all of that. Yeah, and then was, now she's going weak. up. Yeah. It was weak. But I just, like I said, I, 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 I feel, what bothers me is like, yo, you – Last I remember, you got your ass kicked your last two or three fights in UFC, and you and it wasn't pretty. Yeah. You got knocked out like viciously yeah. to the point where you contemplated like all these life decisions and everything. Like we get it, and I'm not making fun of her because that's you know she's badass for that. But what I what I have a problem with is then you get into this venture, which you know is completely different, and then you're bad mouthing all these women who poured a lot into this, and by like because you're not keeping up your end of the bargain. You know, now you're bad mouthing these girls and they're like, yo, it's just come on. Like, don't it's just as bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, respect. You know what I mean? But anyway, quickly, what other big matches to look out for? Respect Uh, the wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) We got uh, the universal title match. uh, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Okay. uh, which I mean, that's up in the air. I've got no idea which way they're going with that one. Okay. Uh, We got a old school versus new school and we got AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Wait, who's old school? Uh, so old school <laughs> would be Randy. Randy's been in the WWE now for like 20-something years. Holy uh, shit. That guy's been in here that long? Yeah, man. All the time while AJ was out in the TNA and Ring of Honor and uh, doing the Japan scene before coming into WWE and just tearing it up there. Uh, we've got, um, you know, a women's tag match, so it's a four-way Go ahead. And stuff like that. I mean, it's a pretty exciting card. Uh, off the top of my head right now, I can't really remember every match. Uh, but we got some, some good matches going. And, and it's, it's going to be a good event. And quickly, when is it? It's April 7th. It's a week from tomorrow. Is WrestleMania still pay-per-view? Yeah, no, no. Uh, Wrestle- well, I think some carriers still carry it on pay-per-view. Uh, but for the most part, you can find it on the WWE Network. And if you've never had an account before, they offer you the first month free. So okay. if you just want to watch WrestleMania, you can sign up for it, watch it, and then cancel your membership. We ain't found Seth. Are they going to be doing anything for it? Um, I got to talk to the guys about it. I don't know. We're not really much of a wrestle, wrestling podcast. Uh, that's been more of a Lemon City to you guys. Uh, but we'll. Uh, who knows? We might. And that right. really depends on uh, my co-hosts. All right. Perfect, perfect. Well, with that being said, check it out. WrestleMania a week from today. Wally, you did great, buddy. Great Appreciate job that. here. First, first time on the air. 
Long time listener, first time, first time on here. Uh, thank you so much for joining like, us. Oh shit! Yeah, it was my pleasure. Uh, I'll be back whenever you guys. Oh are. shit! Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm here. You tell so, me. Definitely, and everybody, check out Wally's World on LimitCityLive.com. Uh, when's the next one? You got uh, something in the works? Yeah, yeah. This this podcast alone right now just gave me a few ideas. All right, All perfect, right. perfect, perfect. So stay tuned for that, Gus. We did it, bro. One fifty, bro. One fifty. High five to that. Slap yeah. hands. Slap hands. Evan, thank you so much for joining us. Yep. And uh, thank you to every single person out there that's listened to even one of the 150 episodes or any of the countless numbers of interviews that we've posted online. Anything that you've ever done. Big thank you to TD, who's uh, he, he had a prior engagement because he was ready to do this 150 episode earlier this week, but he's out with his agent right now. You know, he's got an agent. We don't have one, but... You know, maybe next time we'll be able <laughs> well, to mean, agent parties. Magic City Hustle is going to make him a star, right? Oh, yeah. Well, That's right. Again, you know what I mean? <laughs> but a uh, big thank you to TD. Thank you to Achilles. Thank you to Ferb. Thank you to, to everybody, our friends at Magic City so- Magic City Soccer Friends, the DT Sports USA, all the guys that we've met along the way, and everybody that we've had the pleasure of working with. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys, We Ain't Found Sith, for putting up with us and working with us, too. Uh, and thank you to Lincoln's Beer Brewery. And most importantly, thank you to Magic City Casino, Casino and Magic City Highlight. Yes, sir. Big thank you to that. So, Gus, with that, let's go get that freak on. <laughs> I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Oh, no! How dare you? Stop being a bitch. Oh. With us, you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City, la 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 la.